sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland and Sanson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds. Uh, May, uh, definitely. Uh, we've had some a uh, little bit of sun. We've had some cooler temperatures. It really hasn't been really in a lot of wind. I don't know about you, but I just feel like we've had a lot of wind this week. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's blowing all the, all the uh, flowers and things <laughs> off the maple tree onto our deck. So, yeah, I've seen that wind. Mm-hmm. But everything's so green and lush and, and uh, just beautiful and starting to hide the birds from view, isn't it? It, it is. I think we're getting, uh, we're getting, we're, we're absolutely um, getting there. But we've had some, um, we've had some visitors, some, some, uh, some birds that have made their way to Vermont and the Green Mountains uh, this May. And, and um, I guess we could call them, we can call them rare sightings, right? Sure. Yeah, I think we, I think we, mentioned this the last time uh on the last show but i just had an update for folks on the swallow-tailed kite um there's always something interesting showing up in vermont um so we talked about the swallow-tailed kite being uh, seen at vins and then i think it was relocated maybe the next day or later that day but just did a little poking around on ebert to see how often this happens and i mentioned that it was pretty rare and uh the First sighting in Vermont of swallowtailed kite, which is a southern nesting species of raptor, was in 1913, uh, and that was in I think the Waitsfield area. And mm. then there was not another one seen in Vermont for 70 years. So 1983, uh, someone spotted one in Middlebury, Vermont, and then just across the border in West Lebanon. Uh, New Hampshire, there was a bird around the, the West Leb Airport in 2020, uh, and um, and then this bird in Woodstock just a, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so anyway, just remarkable, uh, you know, that this bird showed up in Vermont. Uh, unfortunately, didn't stick around very long. Uh, I did see a report of one in Quebec this year too. So who knows? Maybe the same bird. Um, anyway, just a cool sighting. Uh, just you know, you never know what you're going to see when you're out there um, and paying attention. So only like four con- confirmed sightings since 1913, huh? Yeah, well, and for Vermont, just three. Yeah. So there was, there was the New Hampshire one just over the border, but yeah. So rare bird. Uh, another rare sighting I I uh, heard of a little belatedly was uh, eared green uh, in Addison County. Um, eared grebe uh, is a, a midwestern species. They do show up on the eastern seaboard in the winter. It's very, very small numbers in Massachusetts. Um, and there's other records for Vermont, but this bird was apparently in breeding plumage. That must have been something to see. Uh, we get horn grebes migrating through and red neck grebes, and of course, pied bill grebe nests here in Vermont. But eared grebe is a very, very special bird, very uh, common out. In the, in the Midwest and West, but uh, rare in Vermont. 
So it's a grebe, and that's G R E B is in boy E, a grebe, and it's eared. Yeah. So what's an eared grebe look like? Um, it looks a lot like a, a horn grebe in both the winter plumage and the breeding plumage. And winter plumage are kind of black and white, or dark gray and white, pale underneath, dark dark above, with a sharp little pointed beak. In the breeding plumage. I'm not looking at a photo or picture or anything, but I, the head is is black, but they have this um, these golden plumes coming out from behind the eye, covering the area what, what that would be the ear on the on the grebe. So imagine this, you know, sun rays coming out from its eye behind, right behind the eye, into these really beautiful. Uh, pattern on the cheek and uh, ear patch so gorgeous bird uh and grebes are you know they're funny they kind of look a little bit like loons the cross between a loon and a duck they're they're in their own family um of, of birds uh and they have these funny and almost like inflated like toes for paddling in the water um kind of like coots almost uh but yeah Funny birds, um, and the only one we're going to you see in Vermont during the breeding season is, is the pied-billed green. Mm. They're, they're almost like they're almost like skinny. They're not they're not chunky ducks or or loons, right? Yeah, yeah and their neck is fairly long in proportion to the body relative to a lot of other water birds, but compact. You know, their body is kind of short, but the neck is kind of long, uh, fairly large head, and the beak is somewhat small and. And, and pointed, unlike a pie builder, which has kind of a shorter, thicker beak. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, the grebe. I've uh, been talking about some uh, birds that have been visiting us in May, and the list keeps growing. We, we talked about the grebe. We talked about uh, the kite. What else have we got? Oh, man, all the warblers coming back. Um, just this week, uh, I, I saw black-throated blue, black-throated green, magnolia warbler, uh, didn't see, but heard Tennessee warbler way up in the canopy singing away. Uh, if it weren't, if, it were, if it weren't singing, <laughs> I never would have picked it up. Uh, so lots of warblers coming through. Um, man, if you go out almost any forest area right now in Vermont, uh, or forest edge or swampy area uh, for things like yellowthroat, there's going to be warblers singing away. Uh, some of them are all already on territory. Some are just passing through like that Tennessee warbler I mentioned. Yeah. Have you seen a Cape May yet? No. Uh, I was at uh, Woodside Natural Area uh, uh, recently and someone spotted Cape May warbler there but uh, didn't see it. Um, that's where the Tennessee warbler is. Yeah, Cape May, that's a, that's a special one. Uh, you know, never see too many of those in Vermont and when you do, it's always a treat. Very interesting pattern mostly yellow underneath the males have a lot of dark streaking and, and then that rusty auricular patch ear patch behind the, the uh, eye on the cheek uh, very distinctive bird the song is very nondescript a very high-pitched uh, high-pitched notes very hard to hear um, they don't seem to sing that much or maybe i just don't want to hear them uh, so you know, kind of get lucky finding a cape may warbler in vermont yeah and with the um the canopy's being covered now with uh, the leaves 
coming really out now. It's getting more challenging to see those um, incredible warblers. Been getting reports of uh, Baltimore Orioles, so visiting feeders uh, in the neighborhood, which yes. is kind of cool. Yeah, totally. Baltimore Orioles and Rosebreast and Grosbeaks, both those were very vocal at Woodside Natural Area. Yeah, good uh, stuff. Funny though, again, and I saw one of the Rosebreast and Grosbeaks, but did not see any of the Baltimore Orioles that were singing away, often mm. high up in the canopy. Yeah, and uh, reports of the hummingbirds returning, I guess, that's as, as well. I'm hearing that as well. The hummingbirds have returned. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't spotted one yet, have you? I have not, um, but I'm, I'm seeing some uh, some chatter on some of the social media yeah. channels of them back. Yeah, yeah. You know, one little uh, tip, too, for our listeners finding warblers now, especially as, as things are really leafing out, I look for oak trees, uh, and there's often warblers hanging out in oak trees. They leaf out a little later, which is nice, and they really seem to attract a lot of insects and therefore a lot of, a lot of warblers, so... Um, picking up lots of warblers um, in oak trees that are just starting to leaf out and that are flowering right now. Yeah, the oak uh, starts late and, and hangs on late, you know? It's kind of interesting. You just, you yeah. can, everything else is gone and the oak tree is still holding on with its leaves. It's kind of fun. Yeah, and, and when they're flowering, that seems to be the best time. There's often quite a few birds in those oak trees. So, you know, vireos, warblers, like, you know, scarlet tanagers love those oak trees as well. So, uh, and, you know, I look for them on edges. You can be in the woods and look for them as well. But, um, you know, any kind of edge where they're uh, easy to see, easy to see into the canopy, that's a great place to look for, for lots of migrating birds. Yeah, good stuff. Great time of year. Uh, May in Vermont with the migration here and lots of birds. Uh, raising their families and so forth, whether it be on the, on the water or be in the trees. We do have to fly out here for another weekend. I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing.